Hello again, welcome again everyone back to the Waffle Press Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Diego Crespo, and today I have a lot of other hosts with me. But first, I'm going to introduce our regular panel here. Gina Versa, how are you today? I'm doing good. Just good? I'm uh, great, I guess. Yeah. All right. If you're, not, if you're not doing that good, it's all right. We can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. That's what podcasts are for, talking about feelings, man. <laughs> no, everything's really been watching. going good. All right, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Also here today is Nicholas Valero. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. See, he's pumped. doing great. What's I'm wrong, Gene? Pumped. I'm pumped. What's wrong? It's okay. <laughs> Nothing. All right. All right. Jeez, you're really like braiding me. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're okay. You're okay. my friend. You're important to me. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, okay, okay. We also have someone else, a very special guest here today, mm-hmm. joining us in the Waffle Press podcast. Yeah. He is traveling, so traveling. in case there is any, it sounds like a phone moving around or anything like that, that's why. <laughs> we have with us uh, our very special guest, uh, Steele Saunders. He's been taking the world by storm with uh, your Snoke Theory Sucks slogan. <laughs> hey, you guys. It's, it's all of a sudden gone very uh, jewelry on my, uh, on my feet. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we can, can hear you. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was really strange. How, how are you guys doing? I'm worried about one of you guys isn't doing okay. No, yeah. <laughs> Gina, sort that out? No, it's okay. No, no. You know what? I think I think after the podcast, we'll give Gene a couple of shots. He'll start telling us what's wrong. It's yeah. okay. That's what usually happens. So, uh, yeah. Gene, Gene's feeling down. Yeah, Gene, Gene is the kind of person you need to get drunk first, and then he'll hug you, and, and then, uh, then he'll tell you what's going okay. on. Well, yeah. that, 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 that makes sense, because... Where I met Gene was at a, a event with free alcohol. So yes. Yeah, so Gene will never pass up mm-hmm. a place with free alcohol. That's true. <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go. Yeah. No. Uh, I met you at the. I think it's Gem Geminar. Geminar party. Yeah. Yeah. Gemmer. Gemmer. I think it's called. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's some a collecting website that or app or something that Chris Dawes put mm-hmm. his mitts tied into but yeah i um I've, I've never used it but all the I've, I've dealt with the staff there a few times and mm-hmm. uh they're they're really fun i've done a few like panels at conventions and stuff so yeah and, and so they threw a free party and and great great free alcohol and <laughs> I, think, I, I think that's an annual thing like the the pre-comic-con the week, party the week the week before comic-con they have some event at meltdown and mm-hmm. uh we get yeah. drunk free yeah, yeah. that's that's I hope it's an annual thing. Yeah, yeah that's, me uh, too. That's usually what happens at Comic Con. They uh, they have a plan, then they make a plan B, then they throw away the plan. <laughs> Forget you made the plan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, it's awesome to have you on the show, Steel. Um, and you were just on the Jimmy Kimmel show promoting. Uh, or excuse me, not, you were on the Jimmy Kimmel audience. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one way to look at it. Yeah, I was in the audience and. Jimmy Kimmel during the break was talking to us because we were really close up front mm-hmm. and he was asking me about my t-shirt the Your Snoke Theory Sucks t-shirt and we sort of had a bit of back and forth and it, that bit's not on the show it's like you know okay. the ad break's going but um yeah we seemed to get along pretty well when he circus he mentioned the t-shirt and then they put the camera on me and it was yeah it was crazy so that just happened on the east coast like they just showed it on mm-hmm. the east coast like because it's different times and yeah so my twitter account is just melted by yeah um all my friends that are watching on the east coast <laughs> and it's like oh my god yeah, it, it was that's, awesome it yeah. was, I, I was i was pretty thrilled it's, it's <laughs> was, was very, it very silly what's happened to that t-shirt yeah. over the years. Was it more intense than uh, Andy Serkis uh, tweeting about it? He, no, uh, 
we'll see. Know, it's just weird. Yeah. It's just so strange because I, okay, we live in LA now, but I grew up in Australia and I, you know, I designed that t-shirt like in Australia two years ago and it's just weird that like how far it's Chinese mm-hmm. whispered up the thing where... <laughs> Andy Circus is holding up a sticker on Entertainment Tonight and talking about it. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's it's really strange. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's cool. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. No, yeah, it's come a long really way. Cool. Yeah, and just you know, going right into it. Speaking of Snoke, um, was it the Last Jedi is coming out in uh, two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. You're two, two weeks. weeks. Cannot believe it. Fourteen days away exactly. When are you guys watching it? I'm going to really watch cool. it open tonight. I'm, I'm watching it on the 14th. Uh, jumping right into Last Jedi discussion. Yeah. Uh, I, Me, I'm a huge fan of Star Wars. I've grown up with Star Wars since I was nine years old, and I watched the original trilogy uh, on VHS in my in my, my, my bedroom and everything like that. And this movie, by far, I am more into I'm more excited about this movie than I am than I was about The Force Awakens. Really? That's... Bold. Explain. Uh, because I feel like The Force Awakens had it, it, it was a good start, and it did everything that it needed to do get to revitalize the the actual series and to get people interested back into Star Wars, mm-hmm. and especially to have somebody behind it like Ryan Johnson and uh, Kathleen Kennedy behind it, and both of them just so pleased with the movie and everybody being pleased with it so far that I am excited. Yeah. To go watch this movie. Not only that, but also just the different theories that are this the mm-hmm. different stuff that's going on you know you see like it could be a force tree could be you know Luke Skywalker having PTSD like these are very interesting like ideas to have inside of a Star Wars movie yeah it feels a lot for a, a, a movie that's about a galaxy far far away it feels very down to earth mm-hmm. and stuff like that and I really like that yeah so I'm very I'm very excited about this movie well really quick I think that's kind of the, the beauty of Star Wars like there's all this fantastical stuff this adventure this romance this, this grandiose epic tale but like really Star Wars starts when a when this young kid looks out at the, the sunset yeah, and realizes that he's not where he belongs. He's yeah. destined you know? for greatness. Yeah. I know it's not even I don't think that he's destined for greatness, it's just that like he's like, nah, I don't belong here. Like I I know I'm supposed to be somewhere else. I just don't know how not I'm at to Imperial get Academy. Not at Imperial Academy, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's that's like a through line through the best Star Wars stuff. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Gene, what are your thoughts? I'm, you know, I, I love Ryan Johnson's, all his films. I, you know, I randomly watched Rick one day, like 10 years ago, and just fell in love with it and just followed his career. And it's, you know, it's really cool that he's doing Star Wars. I, uh, you know, I just, you know, just love all the work that he's done. And the fact that he's doing a Star Wars film and probably another Star Wars film after this is just insanely cool. So, you know, I'm, I'm over the moon over it. How do you feel about it, Steel? say you're more excited about this one than The Force Awakens. I, <laughs> I, I don't know, that's... I, I, it makes me think. I think... I, I feel like I'm going to like this film more. Okay. And, and, and I like... Like, I love The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I, I think the first... Like, a, like... The Star Wars film. The second half, I've got a few... Like, I like it, but there's just a few sort of continuity things and jokes I could have done without that sort of stuff but I it's hard the, the lead up to The Force Awakens was just such bliss mm-hmm. and 
I, I couldn't believe it was happening. But um, you know, that said, I've had, I've had an amazing year. Um, you know, going towards the last year because I, I, that, that's my one of my favorite things is just all the fan experiences, like going mm-hmm. to the comic cons and going to celebration and. Mm-hmm. And experience things with, you know, like the the trailer releases and all that stuff. I, I really enjoy all that. But I I think I've enjoyed, I, I think I enjoyed the road to The Force Awakens more just because yeah, it was so crazy and unbelievable. And that like it was I, actually I, happening. And it was also me getting into Star Wars fandom, like, a lot more whereas I was a huge fan but I was sort of just in my little corner mm-hmm. but it was like just meeting all the people and stuff doing the podcast but uh, yeah I, I, you know I've, I've debated and it's it's really hard because I haven't seen the film but the pieces are there that we can have you know one of the best Star Wars films ever yeah um, okay. I, have, I have so much faith in Ryan Johnson mm-hmm um, yeah, I had the pleasure of interviewing him at, at Celebration. It's on uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. and I, I just—he just seems to really get it yeah. in a way that, you know, like I, I debated this with um, Christian Harloff on the podcast the other week, mm-hmm. where like is it Dave Filoni or Ryan Johnson's the heir apparent? You know, like the like new missionary. Yeah, Wars. like the new Lucas. Yeah, okay. and I kind of think Filoni is, you know, because he was, you know, weren't under Lucas, is uh-huh. maybe a bit of a, like a photocopy. Like he's yeah. Ryan's uh-huh. sort of like seen what Lucas has done and then has like this other vision mm-hmm. that might, you know, that, that's like might be more creative because it's not bound by the things that George Lucas whispered to Dave Filoni's ear mm-hmm. and, and 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 like a lot of, Lucas had a lot of crazy ideas that had to get filtered out yeah Diego um, knows this yes <laughs> you know like like just, like just the thing that at one point in Return of the Jedi like Ben Kenobi was going to come back yeah he was going to like reform and help Luke and it's like <laughs> oh my god yeah or Han Solo was going to die well, yeah, I, I, I do feel that uh, mm-hmm. Dave Filoni is much more of a purist because he yeah. actually got to... But he, I think it's because of the idea of he got to hear the stories from the source's mouth. You know, mm-hmm. he spent years with George yeah, going mm-hmm. over all these ideas for the Clone Wars mm-hmm. and different stuff like that. And I think he kind of has an idea of where George would have liked the, mm-hmm. the, the, like, the series to go. He knows yeah. how much faster and more intense it should be. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but, but you know what? I, I think Filoni, Filoni is a great person... He's got these things that he's been told, yeah. but he's got no way to filter them or interpret them. Like yeah. yeah. I, I feel like, you know, it's just the first draft of Lucas's ideas, so it shouldn't be really um, mm-hmm. beholden to much. Right. Would you say, what if, uh, like, Ryan Johnson is the Irvin Kirshner of the, uh, putting that out there? What, he, ma- he makes the best Star Wars film? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because, you know, I... Yeah, I mean, I think he is the heir apparent, but I would see, like, more of a mix of, like, you know, maybe, like, the best parts of, like, Lucas and Irvin Kirshner and maybe, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, name escapes me right now, but... 
To be totally honest, I think the I think the mastermind between uh, for all these different things is Pablo Hidalgo. Mm-hmm. He is much more of like the puppet master of like what's going on in these like in these movies than anybody like really like likes to. No. Oh. Pablo Hidalgo knows a lot of stuff, and he's he's one of the main guys that are like pushing everything forward. Yeah. He's the people. Like, you can't use words like puppet master and stuff. Like that. <laughs> that makes him sound sinister. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll, 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 I'll retract puppet master. <laughs> like, he, he keeps a lot of the lore in check. And, he does. You know, and crafts things. But th- those the, the movies are written by, you know, they're written by the director and mm-hmm. the writer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like, I, 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 I find it fascinating and, and very enlightening that he actually said this, but Pablo didn't, like, like all the Han Solo in The Force Awakens. Really? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, yeah he, he sort of thought, it, it, I think maybe there was too much Han in there. Yeah, because... Um, yeah. I, 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 Dearly hope I get to clarify it with him. Because yeah. Han is the best part of that film. Oh, that's the one of the best parts. I feel like. Yeah, there's a lot of best parts in that film. I yeah. I, I feel like it's Harrison Ford's best performance in years. Yeah, like, yeah. Low bar, yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't want to say best part, but he carries a lot of that film. I guess he does it without Harrison. Without Harrison Ford. In respect to the new leads. So yeah. Okay. Without in respect Han, so to them. He he very much shepherded them into yeah. the series and everything. Let like me. That. Okay, I'll clarify that. Yeah, yeah. he carries a lot of the film. In yeah. in many ways, I, I know some people just see him like as a Ben Kenobi stand-in. Like he's really not because yeah. he's not a main character. He's very much like the perfect one of the original trio to help support the new characters in the new narrative he's not driving the story he's along for the story because his story needs to be resolved in that manner so the new Mm -hmm. characters can move forward specifically Kylo Ren yeah Yeah. you know and Harrison really wants that death scene yes and that too you know what honestly I think even I think when he got it I think he didn't wanted as much you know you know because I, I feel like he really enjoyed the series after working yeah. on Force Awakens I feel like he liked it so much because he finally yeah. got it Steel what do you think did Harrison Ford uh, w- want to be Kala yeah yeah I, like I, I think he wanted the closure of it uh-huh. and you know he came back and I I, I did a, I got to interview him uh-huh. um just before The Force Awakens and he, he sort of said that is the whole thing about him wanting Han Solo to die and Return of the Jedi was a bit overdone which I think he was I think he was pretty keen on making him die but I don't know I, I think the way it worked out was just perfect yeah he was like I, I was petrified to talk to him really because Cause how grumpy well, he's I, been yeah, in the interviews well, I just didn't want like how am I going to deal with like Han Solo like not liking me. Yeah. So, and, I, I, and, 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 and I didn't. I, I didn't need him to like me. I just needed him to not hate me. I <laughs> right. Me, like, I wanted to to be a positive in his day, not a negative. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I, I think I achieved that. We, we had a rapport. He touched me on the shoulder. Yeah. And I've never, I've never seen <laughs> her again. It's, 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 it's infested. It's horrible. <laughs> but um, I, I think the way. 
the Han Solo story was wrapped up, and, mm. and also the Harrison Ford story in Star Wars was was pretty perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's really it hard. Quite a treat. Yeah, it's it's really hard to kind of you know go about it and go like, how, what what else would we do with Han? You mm. know, what what are we what else are we going to do with Han? Is he going to have him see Luke again? Yeah, is he, mm. I mean that would have been nice, like to have yeah. like the trio back together and stuff like that. In which you know, in many ways, it makes it all the more tragic. I mean, no one talks about really how sad a movie The Force Awakens is where uh, I forget who did a video essay on it and it was really good I just saw it this year uh, but they're talking about how it's not that there's no like romantic entanglements for anyone in The Force Awakens that there's no relationships everyone's by themselves mm-hmm. the galaxy's falling apart in a way not the it's way very, it had it's before very, it's very lonely it's, it's a very, very lonely movie and yes. I know a lot of people say like oh there's a lot of repeat beats of New Hope and like maybe it's like a Star Wars greatest hit sort of thing but there's like a real emotional component there about moving on from the past into the future, mm-hmm. I think. And I think now maybe that's a good way to segue into The Last Jedi Expectations, apart yes. from Ryan Johnson, too, mm-hmm. who's obviously, right. God bless them for letting him write and direct his own Star Wars movie, because he's a really good writer and director. Yeah. yeah. So, like, what, what is this all leading to, then, I guess, is my question for the panel. Mm-hmm. You know? I guess, uh, do you want me to go? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, um, well, I don't, it seems like that you know the they're wrapping up the story of the Skywalkers. I want to say that you know I'm gonna go out on the limb and just no. that 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 I I could see that I I don't know if uh, I don't think Ray I don't know how related Ray is to that, but you could see that with Kylo, some sort of uh, you know closure to the Skywalker Skywalker story, and also kind of closure to this uh, chosen one that's gonna bring balance to the Force that they talked all eight movies about. Um, yeah, what do you think, Steele? Um, well, the one thing I really want to happen is Luke Skywalker to ignite the green. That's my, yes. yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my dream. That's my four-year-old boy mm-hmm. self. Um, that's what I want. And I'm, I'm, I'm so tied up in that, but I... I think another thing that's like so fascinating is all that that Jedi lore mm-hmm. that uh, Ryan Johnson's had to come up with. That um, you know we've got those books and the that, Journal of know, the Wills. Hopefully, he's gonna um, you know have all these amazing uh, bits of information about the early Jedi, and, and I hope you know when, when you talk about who's the heir apparent, you know. Ryan Johnson's the one that's been sent off to come up with his own three movies, mm-hmm. and I, I so hope that those three movies are based on all the backstory to the Jedi they had to come up with for yeah. uh, us Jedi. Honestly, that would just be beautiful. Like it's I, all his uh, all the material he came up with for the film. Like I, yeah, well, like for instance, like he's they're going to be talking about the first Jedi or early Jedi because they've got these Jedi books yeah, um, in, that, in that tree. So there's, there's going to be some exploration of the backstory of the Jedi. And you, you think about it in Star Wars A New Hope when George Lucas had to come up with all this backstory to make the story seem realistic. Mm-hmm. And when Ben Kenobi's talking about the Clone Wars, well, we don't know what they are. But they're just mentioned in passing, and then you know, years later, they became three films. Yeah. And and I hope it's a similar situation, but a bit maybe a little bit more contrived earlier on. But um, that we're going to get 
this information in from these books in the movie, and that's going to be that Clone Wars seed for mm-hmm. the Ryan Johnson trilogy. Yeah, that's that's yeah, I could see that. I never even considered that. I yeah, love that, that idea. Oh, no, I, uh, what was it? Well, I mean, it, it's just like every Star Wars like side story. They're all they're all little stories that have literally been mentioned for two sentences, mm-hmm. and then they go, okay, let's make an entire trilogy. Yeah. Let's make and a then, movie. And out then of that. George Lucas says, "I was always thinking of that." No, I but, <laughs> no, but I mean, even if you go into yeah. no, like, no. Rogue One, where it's it's literally a paragraph in that wasn't even spoken; it was yeah. just shown. Of just like oh yeah like you know there was a there was a tro- there was a bunch of troopers and they stole the Death Star plans that was yeah. it mm-hmm. you know no one was really supposed to ask any questions about it they were just going okay that's how they got the, the plans they made an entire movie out of that Obi Wan makes an entire he says a line about the clone about the Clone Wars we have an entire trilogy which could have been two movies um, <laughs> I have a whole thing about that uh, then, but yeah it could have but I I, been I, think, I think everybody has been wanting Old Republic you know uh, like an Old Republic esque movie mm-hmm. um, well. Or, the Steel's thing, I don't even know if I want... I want to see how old the Jedi Order is. Yeah. Like, was it before the Old Republic was even a thing? Because remember, democracy yeah. has to, you know, Senates and stuff, those have to be built over time. I, th- I think so there's, you know, like... Do you, want, do you want, like... The Stone Age in space. There you go. Do, do you want, like, the lightsaber with a battery pack on yeah. there? I, I, don't need to see, like, the, I don't need to see the literal beginning, you know? I don't need 2001 A Space Odyssey in Star Wars, Wait. but which would be kind of cool, maybe. I don't know how good it would be, but it would be interesting. Um... But I, you know, I want to see the early roots of that. So if it's even before, like this idea of an old republic, that'd be that'd be kind of cool mm-hmm. to me. Just something you haven't seen before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To, to be to be honest, that, that thing about a lightsaber with a battery pack—that was an actual thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was yeah, in, it, was, it was the it was in the uh, the expanded universe uh, uh-huh. that's been like. The legends? Yeah, it's all legends. Legend. In the legends, they said <laughs> that you. The, uh, the first lightsabers had battery packs, and one of the uh, and that's why Jedi's um, techniques kind of like are always protecting like their inner area because it was always protecting the cord to the battery pack. That is such a deep cut. That's hilarious. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, it's. It, yeah. That's that's why like they're always like in like that's why their moves are always like in so that way they can protect their 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 battery packs. It's it's pretty fucking funny. Probably was just because they didn't have money to spend on replacing <laughs> lightsabers. Yeah. But sure, why not? <laughs> they, well, they didn't have the technology. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Stone Age lightsabers. Yeah. That's, that's funny. I, I, I don't know if you guys are old enough to know this, but. You know, remote controls used to be connected to the video player by a cord. Yes. Really? Yeah, I my, my grandmother had one of those. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Which aged me a see, lot. That, that, like, uh-huh. I don't know if in the new canon that would work because the Kyber Crystal powers the lightsaber. So why do yeah. you well, the, a backpack? Well, no the 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 way that they were that they were saying is that the 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 Kyber Crystal is still a its power source mm. and everything like that, but it still needs a like a reactor inside of it to draw its energy and stuff like that. Uh, so they were saying is that be, because you can't just have a Kyber Crystal and then put it inside of a lightsaber, you actually have to do it correctly, or else they just become a giant explosive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like right. that, and that was like the really dangerous thing. That's why even inside of uh, like Clone Wars or different stuff in uh, different like uh, lore, uh, they even have like scenes where uh, younglings are trying to build lightsabers and they would explode hmm. and they would kill the, the younglings. Yeah. Like they, they would say it was like a really dangerous. There, there's thing. probably like a whole article on this on like Wikipedia or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, and, like uh, I think uh, Clone Wars did an entire four oh. episodes all about them okay. building their lightsabers and different stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But then like, what does that entail? Like workplace danger stuff, you know? Like, oh, we had zero days since our last uh, uh, Padawan explosion. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, well, actually, that's the reason why they have, like, an ancient uh, droid who's, like, uh, he was from the Old Republic, and he actually showed, uh, okay, and he's the one that's, cool. like, teaching them how to build lightsabers. He's was there ever since Yoda. Cool. Um... Oh, yeah. Um, honestly, I, I, I really do... I, I'm thinking that Last Jedi is going to give us a lot of different aspects. I, I'm really interested to see Canto Bite. Canto Bite sounds like a really Oh, the, the, uh, casino the Casino Planet? The Casino Planet. And I will say this. How, how disappointed is everyone that Lando is somehow not on that planet where they confirmed that no, he's not he, going to be in the logistically, movie? No, they confirmed he's not in the film. Uh, logistically, I I get it. Like yeah. in, as, as, a, as a movie story thing, yeah. I, I'm disappointed, but like... Yeah. But wouldn't that have been like Billy the Williams, coolest cameo? It would, be, it would be great, but Billy mm. D. Williams is, is up there. Not yeah. only that, he's not doing well, if you, apparently. If you, if, you, if you go by the, the lore, yeah. it says that Lando kind of stopped being a scumbag and he actually became yeah, a, but a like, general. Like he actually became yeah. like one of like, I mean, the like I okay. think, I, he didn't become a senator, but he was like a major like military leader right, right. inside of the New Republic. Okay. So he he actually became you know well, what he always wanted to attain. Oh, I, I stand corrected. Maybe he's not gambling anymore. Yeah, <laughs> he might be okay. gambling on the fun, but on like the side, right, like, right. he's he could have been on uh, which uh, on uh, Har- in the Harloff system. Yeah, when he okay. <laughs> that school. Yeah, yeah. The, he may have been in the Harloff system. You know when it exploded or anything mm-hmm. like that. You know who yeah. knows. Um, is there uh is there any one aspect of uh, Last Jedi you're like really uh really looking forward to still? Well, the lightsaber igniting. That's oh okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, yeah. yeah. Like any uh like the. I, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but hmm. I I just I, I'm just really looking forward to Luke Skywalker. I, like I love I love like I I am I'm Ray all day. Mm-hmm. I, I, lo- I adore her. I think she's an awesome, like, hero. And I, I think she's she's great. I, I love Daisy Ridley. I love the character of Ray. But I just... I've been waiting since, like, 1983 to see what happens to Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was, I was a little kid. It was one of my earliest memories coming out. I, the Ewoks were, like, just, like, killing it at their party. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I just want to know what happened to Luke Skywalker afterwards. Yeah. And, Actually, uh, if and, you're... And, and, and I was so thrilled, or I was dismayed but thrilled, at the end of The Force Awakens, I was like... Because like, when she was walking up the, the, the Jedi steps, mm-hmm. and the music was playing, and they showed Luke, and I was sort of... It all became clear to me. I was like, oh my God... This is the end of the film, mm-hmm. and characters don't talk at the end of Star Wars films. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't say anything. The only time... The literal passing the torch. Boss Nass said peace or something. Yeah. The Phantom Menace. But apart from that, no one's saying nothing. Right. Yeah. So uh, in my head, I'm like... Luke's not going to say... not going to talk. It's going to end. It's going to yeah. end. It's going to end. It's going <laughs> to end. And then it goes black, and I was like... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you can curse on this show. It's fine. I, yeah, I, I I did think it was really funny when uh, Mark Hamill goes back and talks about the first uh, table reading of like of uh, the Force mm-hmm. Awakens, and they had him yeah. narrate. They had him narrate the whole thing, and right. like every single time like a scene came up, he kept on expecting, oh, this is my scene, <laughs> and like it wouldn't happen, and then like he would go, okay, I guess it's coming later, and then this is my scene. Mm-hmm. Nope, not nope, not there. And then he got to the uh, which up the he got to uh, Star Killer Base, and he was like, "Oh, I'm definitely pulling the line." <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, "Nope, it's Ray." Okay, I don't know when I'm coming into this movie, <laughs> but um, I, I 
I so thought, I, uh, I cherish all my memories the first time I see the films. Mm-hmm. Like the, mis- the misconceptions or the surprises. Like, I remember when, um, like, Kylo Ren did that laser bolt freeze. Mm. Yeah, uh, that was cool. Dameron, and, and just like going, oh my God, this is going to be the greatest film of all time. This is incredible. But when the lightsaber got pulled from the snow, mm. I so thought Luke Skywalker was going I think everybody dead. did. Yeah. Uh, any any, any, any uh, Star Wars fan immediately went like, oh, Luke, <laughs> that's Luke. Yeah. And then immediately like went like, oh, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. And then to the film's credit and to the character of Rey, I think that would have actually diminished from the moment because then at that point it's no longer Rey's story. Yeah. It's Luke's. Yeah. It's, it's, all about, it's yeah. all about Luke's. Yeah. Which I, I think that was Kasdan and, and Abrams' idea that like they were smart enough to keep him out of the story because it's not his story. It's Rey's. Yeah, yeah actually, was, uh, what, I, was what I was telling them mm-hmm. earlier is that if you're interested, there's a brand new book that came out with The Last Jedi and it's all about legends of Luke Skywalker. Oh. And it's all about this... Oh, yeah. And it's all about these smugglers and they're telling story like legends of mm. Luke Skywalker, like Luke secondhand Sky- accounts. Like secondhand accounts, yeah. but also there's one story where it's all about uh, Luke Skywalker and he's a he's a swindler. Mm-hmm. And they're a band of like, uh, which are, like they're a band of like uh, people who are trying to cheat people out of their money, yeah, and stuff like that. And they were recruited by the rebellion. It's a fucking wacky story. It's like it, it's some like real like anonymous like backwards dealings. Like oh yeah, the force isn't real and stuff like it, it's it's totally hilarious. Hmm. It's a really funny story just to kind of hear about like oh yeah, Chewbacca is a Wookiee and he was their enforcer, mm-hmm. and either you believed him or he would beat you up and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you're really interested, go read that book it's uh it's one hell of an interesting story but um I, i've had mixed things on that book i'm i'm, I'm oh. interested to read it I'm, I'm not gonna have time to do it before the movie but yeah. uh, I, I will take some time i think maybe it's better i don't read it before the movie but yeah um but the thing is about how like good the passing of time is is that we like had that moment where we got luke skywalker and he didn't talk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we all just came out of the cinemas like going, oh my God, I wish that, like, that two years is going to be forever. It's going to be painful. Oh my God, it's never going to come. This is, oh my God, two years, what? And it's now like two weeks away. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's so thrilling. I, I, I just, I just love. Uh-huh. I, lo- I love loving these films it's yeah. so it's, yeah it's great it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan mm-hmm. speaking of uh, passage of time since the film picks up like right after that what is the opening crawl gonna say is anyone you already no. saw the movie no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you know what honestly I think it's gonna be talking about how exactly the first order is regrouping okay um, the maybe they got like uh, which uh, how um, what was it the resistance is now moving bases because they know exactly where they're at yeah different stuff like that because according to oh well really I don't mean to interrupt you but the first order doesn't know where the resistance is at mm. they never interact with the base no they were gonna shoot they were gonna blow up the system oh fuck you're right I'm sorry they were gonna yeah. blow up the system I just watched this movie like two weeks ago yeah, they, my gonna, bad I'm no Star Wars <laughs> no but uh, I just I was gonna cut you off again really quick because I'm gonna forget about it otherwise uh, when Poe walks onto the ship and he's escorted onto the, the first order ship and he's looking around that shot he's surprised by how well organized they are yeah. oh, they didn't understand yeah, everyone was kind of underestimating no, that, the first that's the great part about um, what was it uh, about some of the books and stuff like that uh, like the Princess Leia book uh, I think it's Aftermath or, uh, or it's, it's Blood Debt uh, yeah I believe it's 
Um, yeah. Someone could something, something I, blood. I, I, I forget. Bloodline. Bloodline, Bloodline yeah. Yes, absolutely. Blood, Sorry, Blood, and Bloodline's the great, it's great because you can actually see the First Order coming out of the New Republic and how much mm. they're like trying to like manipulate this New Republic yeah. Senate into becoming okay. the the First Order and everything like yeah, that. So it's talk about them. Great. It's a, also you, you get to know their backstory. You get to know, you get yeah. know the backstory and you get to hang out with Princess Leia for uh, that was yeah because that was uh, that was a kind of a critique of Force Awakens I heard where you don't really get enough of the First Order's standing in the universe. And to be yeah. fair, I, yeah. I kind of agree with that. Well, not only yeah, that, I mean, also, it's fine, but... I think, I think it also answers a couple questions, like, how did Princess Leia not become the new, like, like Chancellor, right. or, like, Supreme Senator, or something like that? Like, somebody yeah, who's in, like... That, that, that book, Bloodline, is... It's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, if you want to know the... Like, a bit more of that sort of nitty-gritty, real-world, how things politically are, are, are like a set... Before the Force Awakens, it, it's a it's a good book. And also, I'm not I'm not always like super high on all the books, mm-hmm. but um, but that that is a gem. Yeah. Also, if you want to care when they blow up the Harloff system, <laughs> that's always the, because no, because all the characters they show in that one scene are uh, in that book. Oh really? And, wait, wait, so uh, like, doesn't J.J. Abrams have his parents in that scene? I think so. Yeah. So but, the, are they characters? But, like, in the a couple, book? but a couple of the characters that are in, okay. there, in the book, and you spend a lot of time with them. Like you actually get to meet the hell out of them. And then they yeah. blow up. And, and then, then they and blow then up. When you see them die in, in Force Awakens. Yeah. You're like, oh fuck! Like I really liked them. I know. Uh, to, to I mean, to get into a little bit of the criticism just really quick I love The Force Awakens with a passion um, but I thought that was croissant like they don't they don't really yeah. explore anything outside the main characters like at all yeah. in that movie oh the, I, I honestly I did think they blew up croissant yeah, when, they, when it first happened because yeah. I was like well there, huh? there was going to be another scene nope. yeah there was um, I, I can't I can't remember that character's name but the, the main girl that's sort of looking at the laser yeah. Um, and she's in the bloodline book a lot. Mm-hmm. She's like a really close friend, like that sort of worked under Princess Leia. And there was a scene with her and Leia talking to each other, but it got cut out. So the reveal of Leia meeting Han, like it was going to be before that, and then yeah. they decided let's save Leia mm-hmm. for that scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it, it was very ambiguous, and I. This is like a different thing, the same scene. I hated the way the laser split. Hmm. I, I, I couldn't stand that. I, I sort of was so, like, hmm. it was one of the first questions I tweeted Pablo Hidalgo on Twitter was, what's, what's up with that laser split? Explain that one, buddy. <laughs> and, um, and he had some explanation. Uh, but yeah, I, he I, always I, does. I just thought it was sort of... <laughs> Like goofy, the way it sort of split up and hit all the planets. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, there are uh, because you know that character is you know she she also knows Han. She was working mm-hmm. on like the Millennium Falcon for a while and stuff right. like that. Yeah. And you also get to find out more about Han and yeah. the fact that he's so, a, a space. So, so yeah. He races spaceships. So, well, I'm gonna buy the book after it's, this. It's, endorsement. it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's yeah. such a um, good. Kind not, of, only, not only that, yeah. but also by the end of the book, like, yeah. you have the biggest like what the fuck okay. moment of like, yeah. and then the book ends and you're like. Um, kind of segueing in here um just going on to snoke um what what are your what are your thoughts on snoke i know it's you know you say uh it's your brand it's your brand Um, so we're curious what you think yeah how do you mean 
many. Why, who do I think he is? Well, no. How, just what? What do you think what? the character's about? Not necessarily like oh, it's dark play. This he's not. He's not this that. Like huh? I personally, I, I don't. I don't care. I just want to be a good character. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you yeah. think motivation wise? Like, yeah. What do you think goal? of his role in the film? Um. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm excited for it. I, I think it's going to, you know, whatever he has to reveal is is sort of the whole plot of the trilogy. Like it's it's you know it's him. He's the one that's driving the story or causing things to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be fascinating to find out what his motivations are and um, see like what powers he has, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I think, you know, one thing like that I think is going to be in the film is, like, he's going to be pissed off with Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. and maybe Ray's going to be the new toy. Hmm. Try to do uh, that. Mm-hmm. I can kind of see that, from the, especially from the trailer. I, I'm very interested to see their kind of, sh- not showdown, but, like, them meeting. Because you know Kylo Ren and her meet for some reason. Some, somehow, yeah. Yeah, somehow, some way they meet, and it looks, in which I really, really want it to be Vader's fucking fortress. I really want oh, it. Oh, Mustafar. I, I really want it to be his Mustafar castle, like, because there's supposed to be, like, a lava fucking lair mm-hmm. that's underneath the castle. Mm-hmm. And also, why would you introduce that inside of uh, Rogue One unless it was going to come back later? Well, yeah. just because it's cool. You, they introduce stuff in the original Star Wars movies that never comes back. Yeah, but I feel... Yeah, but, I, I don't know if you're going to get Mustafar in this one. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, you know what? If it doesn't... Like, like, like just say, if it, if it is in it, they've kept it so secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even know Mustafar was going to be in Rogue One. And then when you first see it, you're like, that's fucking Mustafar. Right. Mm-hmm. And everything like that. And I think that would be really interesting, especially since they're so into Darth Vader and like his legacy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because his castle was just kind of left defenseless. Like no one was really there. I mean mm-hmm. Luke went yeah. Luke went I, for like a day. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think the film has time. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. it probably doesn't. Like like to go there. And when, when you say that um, we know Kylo and Ray see each other what, what what do you refer to? No, I'm talking about uh, Ray and Snoke. Oh yeah, I'm, okay. I'm talking about Ray and Snoke. Because uh, yeah, okay. I, I misheard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's that there's that scene at the end of the main trailer where they, it looks like they're talking to each other. Oh no, that's a total that's a total yeah, like, they're, they're, they're clearly not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're all the same page. I like ten people text me and go like, dude. Kylo Ren is talking to Ray. I'm like, dude, have you seen, did you see the... Like, yeah, have you the, heard the, of the, uh, thing? this like, thing called editing? editing? Yeah. Yeah, no, the only... Uh, pre- yeah, but I, I was saying, like, when I first saw the trailer, uh-huh. like, you know, I was, you know, like, in those first seconds, I was like, oh, my God, what the hell? But I don't know who Kylo Ren's... And this is one of the big mysteries of the film. Who Kylo Ren is reaching his hand out to? Hmm. That, that's a mystery. Could be anyone. But... I think it's his mom. Maybe. Yeah, well, it could be Rey. It could be Luke Skywalker. It could be Princess Leia. It could be, be, um, like, a vision that Rey's having. Do you know what I mean? It might not even be real. It could be be a port. Yeah. (laughs) Well, honestly, from what what you... Definitely who um, Rey's talking to... Is either Luke Skywalker yeah. or Chewbacca under the Falcon? Oh no, right. it's Luke. It's totally Luke. Like she's begging Luke. She's begging Luke to train her, and like mm-hmm. she's like oh, about to leave. Oh, you guys! I'm just driving. I'm on the freeway right now. If you haven't 
if you don't know, but <laughs> I just drove past, I, I'm in Huntington Beach, and okay. just this giant, like, billboard screen with the last Jedi, like this, you know, like, uh-huh. like way bigger than any billboard, this digital screen with the last Jedi. Yeah. So good. I just love it. Well, <laughs> to, to be totally honest, the, the main reason why I think it's Leia is because if you look around him, it kind of looks like a destroyed Starfighter. Yeah. And you can see Kylo Ren going into Leia's ship to go get her, mm-hmm. like, before he blows it up. Yeah. And I and he knows that she's force sensitive, and stuff oh, like wait, that. Wait, what, what? What's the thing where you can see him going into the slot hole? Yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar with um, that. Uh, it, familiar, yeah. it's, in, it's in the trailer. You can actually see his uh, which are his uh, which are his um true his actual ship going into the um what was it the ship carrier mm-hmm. that is. Yeah, you, you, you cut out. Oh, sorry, about, sorry. About the, in, in the in the in the second trailer, you can actually see as he's blowing up most of uh, Leia's fleet as it's trying to escape. Uh, you can see that he's going into the uh, the ship carrier, like where the docking bay is. He's going into a dock. Yeah, but you don't so, see him stop in a docking well, bay, Nick. Yeah. No, no, no. no Nick, I think you're stretching. No, I'm telling you, he's going right in because why, want... why? Why else would you be going towards a docking bay? Why would you? No, why would you I go? I think he's waving in and out because he's like because he's, he's a sweet. Yeah. No, he, he literally weaves right. into... Well, 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 I will bet you a last Jedi ticket. Wait, two weeks, yeah. I'm down. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, he's going to stop. I, if, if, I'm telling you, he's going to go into that ship. Because he, he almost shoots it down, doesn't, and then Nick will bet inside. like his whole fortune you, on this. Okay, I will, tell, here, let's I take will, on it. I will bet you for that. If that doesn't happen, I will, uh, I will yeah. pay for your movie he's, ticket. He's really out of okay. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, I, so, I'm calling it now. All right, all right, all right. Gambling on the puck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it before. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what? When, when it, if, it, if it doesn't happen, I am more than willing to say I was wrong. But if it does, I am going oh, to. Dude, dude, I'm so willing to say you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if I'm right, I'm going to. Like, just like so be wrong. wrong. <laughs> you know what? I am right. On, I was right on a lot of shit in the Last Jedi. Okay. So you know what? Well, we'll get it after uh, way two weeks. So yeah, well, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. We'll wrap up and everything like that. Uh, oh. Uh, just a quick thing before we go to uh, FanCast. Um, just, uh, how, how do you guys see, um, just, because they, they said they were going to kind of retire Leia, have her, uh, you know, leave the trilogy uh, respectfully. Um, how, how do you, uh, how do, you, do you guys, um, how, how cool, um, excuse me, stopping myself here. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel? How do you think they're going to wrap up their yeah, story? Yeah, how do you think they're going to wrap up their story, you know? Um, uh, I th- anyone to it? I, I think I, I think she's done so at this movie. Hmm. I don't think yeah. she's going to die. I think that it's an easy thing of especially if you don't want to kill her off or anything like that. Because it'd be really weird if every single movie of all three of this trilogy a single person from the fucking I will sell you on how died. that works. Yeah. No, I will no, sell no, you completely on how that works. Yeah. You know what, but it does work. It honestly it does work. Every single you know, every movie uh, a member of the trilogy dies. I mean a member of the trio dies. I every think. every member of the trio dies because they're moving further and further away from the past. Exactly, and that's fine. And I, I, I appreciate that. But I think it's an easy thing just to say that she went into hiding mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah. that so that way you're not just going like so that way people don't backlash and go mm-hmm. oh the only reason you killed her off is because you know she passed away or mm-hmm. something like. honestly I was fu- I was fully up for a recast I was, uh, I was very no much well I, mean, I was I was she yeah. is that character she is Leia it's like uh, I, 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 there's no one what? else I think, there's no one else that's Leia dude no no, that's, just, no no that's fine I understand that no I I, I'm with Nick on this I, I think, think okay. if they if they had to re- if they were gonna keep Leia for the ninth episode 
you recast it because that's probably what Carrie Fisher would have wanted someone yeah, no, no, of her age yeah. to do that you know yeah. and you know what and uh, I, I personally do think that that would have been what Carrie wanted like she, yeah. she would have immediately been like no tell the story because yeah. she was more she was more interested in telling a story than convenience mm-hmm. and I think that immediately well, if she if she would if she was in that in those shoes she would have said recast well I'll disagree and with you on like that, that. you don't think she would have said that um I don't know. She's like, very proactive in, like, women's rights. No, I mean, like, her, uh, I don't know. I just, I can't see. It's like, um, I don't know. I just see her. I, I only see uh, Leia as uh, Carrie, Fisher. Carrie Fisher. I just, I can't no, see. No, I, I, I don't. I, I mean, it's the same thing as, like, yeah. which are, as, you know, Dumbledore or anybody else, right. you know, when they had to recast them because, you know, the actor died. All tragedies. It's, you know. guys sort of cut out a little bit there. So what... What are you contesting about? No, uh, Gene is saying that he he disagrees that, you know, they should have, instead of, you know, Xing out Princess Leia, and because we know that her story in some way or form has to end in in this movie. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what, what I was saying, and what me and Di- what me and Diego were saying, was that we believe that she, you know, it would have been okay if they would have just recast yeah. and continued with the same story they had. Gina's saying that no, it, if if Carrie Fisher's not doing it, then you know, then we, we can't do it. Yeah, I, I I'm sort of with, I'm with Jane on that one. It's it's like there's well, the thing is it is. There's no right answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's such a horrible situation that they'll put into. Absolutely. Like, right. It's, it's, there's no, like, there's no precedent. There's no, there's no, it's so bizarre. There, right. Like, I, there, there, there is, there's wrong answers, but there's no right answer. Right. CGI, yeah. CGI, wrong answer. Yeah. That was my fear. After Rogue One, I was like, please don't. And then they said they wouldn't. I was like, thank you, God. No, yeah. I, I, but the thing is that, I, I mean, I'm going to well up when, when I see In Loving Memory of Carrie Fisher mm-hmm. at the very end of the movie. I'm going to yeah, well up yeah. and everything else. But I, I still do think that you could have told the same story because Carrie Fisher was much more of a, a, sto- a woman with a story and a woman who loved to tell stories. That she wouldn't, she would have very much been on the affirmation of I'm going to, you know, recast. Yeah. Like, yeah but what about what about? So you get someone to play Carrie Fisher, or you get someone to play Princess Leia, and and I, I mix up the names because you know even you know Billy Lord at Celebration said that her mom didn't know where Carrie Fisher ended and <laughs> you know, Princess Leia started. Yeah. But and take that into consideration. Yeah. How, how does another actress? Like, how do you give that role to someone? Like, how do you give that pressure? Like, it's not... It's not just, like... Like, nailing... It's not, like, I'm Ehrenreich that's, like, doing Han Solo. This is, like, a lady that just died and you're trying to replicate her at the same age. Like, who wants that role? You know what? Honestly, I think I think it would have been okay, especially if they would have went the Dumbledore route, where uh, which uh, once one person who was playing Dumbledore died, the the next person who came on, he did another aspect of what Dumbledore was, mm. you know, and I that's, that's different that, though. Like, it's, it's it's forty years. No, yeah. and, and you know what it no, is. No, 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 but like it's forty years of not like a character called Princess Leia. It's forty years of Carrie Fisher being Princess Leia. It's not like. You know, the Harry Potter, like, when was that even written? Like, in the 90s or something? Yeah, like, yeah, we didn't 90s. even, like, we didn't have the movies till the 2000s. And, I, like, and it's, like, the emotional attachment with Star Wars fans to Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia, like, 
you are setting fire to the movie if you do that. It, it's just like, like I know, like I want to know what the story was, even though there's no real, like who even knows if there was like an outline story, like with oh, all was. the different, we don't know what's going on from Lucasfilm, but I want to know that, but it's like, if, if, if it's your $2 billion on the line, your franchise that you're going to like run for the next 50 years, can't do it. Mm-hmm. No. It, yeah. It, I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah. The, I, I think the monetary. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. You know. I just feel like you know they were faced with an impossible decision, and you know, like you said, Steel. There, you know, there's only wrong answers, and you know, they did the best they could. So, you know, just hopefully, it's a respectful ending to the character, and I think uh, Carrie would be happy with uh, just uh, where, wherever they chose. Going. To, uh, uh, going to the next uh, segment here, uh, Steel. Um, so we do a thing called uh, FanCast. And I thought, I, I thought that's what we all did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, of course. Um, and uh, we, we uh, give you a suggestion, which is, you know, usually we give someone a, a movie, like an action movie or something, but since it's Star Wars, we want you to uh, FanCast Ryan, Ryan Johnson's new trilogy. So... As you will, pick your uh, any actors you would want, any uh, any settings or characters that you would want to see in his new trilogy. Ah, uh, okay. Um, the the actual like the actor thing, like picking actors. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't. I'm not very good at that. Oh. And I, I don't really. Um, I don't know. I just. I, I, yeah, I just. I I don't really have an eye for that. Okay. Um, like, like, Star Wars fandom is so interesting the way people interpret it to what they, you know, people costume or they, they make weapons or they make podcasts or they mm-hmm. make songs or they draw, they customize figures. And yeah, that's, I, like, I, I love studying all like, how people do that. But yeah, that, the fan casting thing, I never, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't have an, I don't, I don't know. I just don't have an eye for it. I, okay. Um, but mm-hmm. As far as what I want to happen in the movie, or in, in the like, we're talking the Ryan Johnson ones, yeah. Yes. Oh, the uh, his, yeah. his tri- trilogy that Dude, may or may not be a prequel thing. Yeah. So, I, as I was saying before, I just I just think it is, mm-hmm. it, like I I was begging, like on on my podcast for um, them to go off somewhere and make a new universe. Like, like essentially, do you know what I mean? Like, go somewhere else in the universe, or my pre- my preferred thing is somewhere else in the timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I wanted to go back. I didn't want to go forward, and I wanted them to build everything from scratch. Like, mm-hmm. there's no there's no tie fighters. There's mm. no X wings. There's no things that look like tie fighters. Um, and 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 just. Like have at it and build a new franchise in Star Wars, hmm. and I so when like this thing got announced, I was like, oh my god, this is my dream. This hmm. is what I've been wanting, and, and I think when you look at it from a business point of view, for Lucasfilm, it's the most profitable and gutsy and risky thing to do because you're not relying on all this old iconography, and you, if if it works, you've got. A whole new universe of of um, characters and vehicles mm-hmm. and planets that you can merchandise and sell. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I'm 
I'm just thrilled. I'm also thrilled that we're going to have a trilogy, you know, if we're right, that we don't know the end to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's all like, happening you know, somewhere like I, in the galaxy. I enjoyed Rogue One, and I'm looking forward to Han Solo. Uh, like, a Han Solo film would not be in my list of things to do. Yeah, uh, I don't, yeah. I can't think of anyone's list. <laughs> yeah, but I hope it's a banger. I hope cool. I have the best time ever. I hope I want to see it, like, ten times, like, in the in the first two weeks. Okay. But, because I don't like the look, looking, like, I, I feel like, even Rogue One and Han Solo, I feel like they're books trying to be movies. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, and... I, I, I sort of like you know you know the end you know what you know you know what people what happens to go a thousand years in the past say or five hundred years mm-hmm. um, or ten thousand years I don't know but mm, something like, different yeah and uh, like you don't know where it goes like how good is that like even like Star Wars what so let's see there's eight films and Rogue One I uh, said so there's ten films mm-hmm. uh, um, that it like. In, you know, ignoring JJ's next one, mm-hmm. and smart choice. <laughs> five of them, we knew how it ended. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, do, do you know what I mean? Like we, yeah. we, we know where it's gonna like, go. Like, like the general thing is like that that, that Anakin becomes Darth Vader, Han Solo becomes a smuggler and survives. They they get the Death Star plans, you guys. They're gonna get them. Yeah, yeah, I mean to be to be totally honest, I mean just because I love the character so much, I wouldn't mind seeing like Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano with Dave Filoni mm-hmm. directing it. I don't want him to direct a movie. I, I want I want him to stick to the TV shows, and I don't I don't mean because I don't think he could do it. I think because you need someone talented to keep up the quality of the TV shows. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think I, I think that's fine, but I think that Dave Filoni has earned. Well, because I, I, I think when you talk about it like that, it's it's like a ranking thing, you know. Well, I mean, and that's not not necessarily like that. But I mean, is. in general, I think yeah. that Dave Filoni yeah, has been I building know, his character. I, I think by you earn a film by you earn like by directing. Other yeah, films. <laughs> I think just like, yeah. Like, and, I, and I just find like you know Dave Filoni's great, and, right. and, and like you know knows the walls, yeah. developed the wall. But I just think he's made some limp decisions with that cartoon. Right, like. I, like uh, if Ahsoka had to die when um, she came face to face with Darth Vader at the end of season two, uh-huh. man, that would have been that would have been like, you know, the ending and I, the way he always like says, "Oh, this is this is what we might have done," and it's always cooler. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, he plays it safe sometimes. Like Anakin's mask is broken, she can see his eye, and then she like dies. Like, uh huh. Oh my god! I would have been so yeah. like, and and now we've got this whole like, how many times? Like, Ahsoka, she's gone. Yeah, she's back. How many times are they going to do that? Well, the, the <laughs> well, the thing is that like they haven't actually confirmed that she. No, has, exactly. But they've they they've already done that. Yeah, I know. Point. It's weak. <laughs> it's weak. They haven't confirmed. We don't know whether to mourn her or not. She's going to have to come back in some way. Yeah, yeah but I, because because we need something. We need something to tell. Like whether she's going to be a spirit or real. Yeah. She has to come back. He, I, I just parked out the front of a like a liquor store, and I got so angry about that. <laughs> the dude scratching his little tickets has looked up and has gone, oh, this dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's having an argument uh, right now. 
But no, I. The, he is the, such a big Dave Filoni fan. This this argument I, lasts for hours. No, honestly, I I, uh, I I think I I the, the main reason in which I think it is is because Dave Filoni. If you, it, I mean, I don't think they would ever do an Ahsoka Tano movie yeah. or anything like that. Even if it was like mm-hmm. end of Clone Wars, what the fuck happened? Like, wh- how did she survive? Yeah, you know uh, that because that story is a mm-hmm. fucking amazing story on on Mandalore yeah. versus Darth. Maul. Sure, sure. And um, but yeah. I, I I think that. If anyone would know how to use that character and do the story correctly, it's Dave yeah. Filoni, the man who created her. Yeah, of course. But, yeah. The, um, I, I don't know. I, I also just think... I just don't know how well Ahsoka would translate to... I don't know. I, yeah. I just think... I'm just glad they're going off a thousand years somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. That's what I wanted. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This was a very hectic, enjoyable conversation, and I, this is why Star Wars is great. Because mm-hmm. a bunch of geeks can just get around in a table or over the phone and just talk about what they think works, what doesn't, what they want to see, what they don't want to see, and theorize and just enjoy a really creative universe on film. I mean, that's the magic of movies. Star Wars is is the holy grail of film franchises yeah. for that very reason. So, uh, Mr. Steele, I'm going to call you that from now on, if you don't mind. Thank you so much for joining us. It was it was a blast, a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, you guys, yeah, if you want to... Um, yeah, where can people after, follow you? After the, the Last Jedi, we'll do another pod. We'll talk about uh, how wrong you were about... <laughs> you know what? I am more than willing just so that way I can prove you right. <laughs> um, but yeah, if uh, any listeners want to check out another podcast, uh, my podcast, Steel Wars, it's S-T-E-E-L-E-W-A-R-S. Uh, we interview uh, a, a Star Wars fan or Ooh. contributor of note every uh, week. Um, we just had Corey D. Williams actually on, uh, Billy D. Williams' son, talking about how he wishes Lando Carizian was also in the uh, the new films, and he also gives some amazingly cool stories from the set of the Sarlacc Pit, where he played uh, Klaxu. Oh, wow. He, uh, he, he wrangled a job. He actually went there just to um, be, a, be a stand-in for his dad. Oh, like, nice. you know, when they were setting up and then they, they needed a, a Klaatu, so he, he got to join Star Wars history there. And, uh, That's really cool. Yeah, so, like, mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty proud of the podcast, so if you want to uh, mm-hmm. check it out. We do the interview ones, and then uh, once a week we do, like, a call-in show where people can actually, um, like, okay. co- like talk radio for Star Wars fans, so that's fun. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Yeah, Yay. and uh, just your uh, Twitter, uh, can you say your uh, Twitter and Instagram? Oh yeah, it's just everything's at Steel Wars. So S T W E L E W A R S. Constantly tweeting and Instagramming and uh, Facebooking. But yeah, mm-hmm. I I, de- I definitely tweet a lot. <laughs> I relate. I relate. They're, 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 hey, and I have to say, just don't get scared off if you want to follow. They're, they're all quality tweets you got. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Thank you so much again for joining us. Uh, my, my pleasure, you guys. And uh, just make sure you let us know when the episode's up. And, of course. Uh, yeah, well... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that'll be one of my quality tweets. It'll be about this podcast. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll tag you. you. The moment is Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Uh, you can find me at the Nick Valero on Twitter. Exactly. Yes, finally. It's usable mm-hmm. now. Not Nick5... Nothing. All right. And uh, you can find me, Gene9892, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. Diego, D-E-G-G-O Waffles. We're doing a bunch of Star Wars retrospectives on everything. Every Star Wars movie has come out so far. Uh, leading up to The Last Jedi. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for watching. We have been professionally unprofessional.